Welcome to our podcast. I am Linda Messer. My husband Ron and I invite you to join us in our weekly broadcast of A New Voice of Freedom. Welcome to Season 4 of A New Voice of Freedom. The podcasts are taken from the four volumes, In Defense of Christianity, written by Ronald Keith Messer. Podcast 32 is entitled, Title IX, The Disentitlement of Women. A government that can punish its citizens who claim that gender is absolute can punish its citizens for any whim the liberal left delights in. The following published in 2016, is an excerpt from a letter by the U.S. Departments of Education and Justice sent to school principals across their nation. Under Title IX of the Education Amendments of 1972, schools receiving federal money may not discriminate based on a student's sex, including a student's transgender status. That is the 2016 version, the one that evolved to fit the woke agenda. The original 1972 version reads as follows. No person in the United States shall, on the basis of sex, be excluded from participation in, be denied the benefits of, or be subjected to discrimination under any education program or activity receiving federal financial assistance. In 1972, that referred to sex identification as determined by God and by nature, as indicated on birth certificates, and described in biology texts, and as common sense dictated. The sex of a person in 1972 was considered absolute, and could not be a whim of a teenager. The original Title IX benefited women who were discriminated against, particularly in sports. It was not originally intended that men could declare themselves as women willy-nilly and compete against women in women's sports. The modern interpretation of Title IX is a perversion of the original intent of Title IX promoted to advance the agenda of the left, as defined in their platform. The evolution of Title IX is strong evidence that power, not civil rights, are the primary goal of the left. Notice how today's Title IX takes away women's rights. Not only do women have to compete against men in sports, but women, even very young girls, are forced to allow men their most private and once protected environments restrooms, showers, and personal space. They're exposed to any practical joke and any perversion men want to impose on them under the name of rights. Their privacy and even their lives are endangered by the modern interpretation of Title IX. What began as an entitlement to women ended as a disentitlement of women and an entitlement of men who arbitrarily decided to adopt women's roles. It has been 50 years since Title IX was enacted. And now women are worse off, not better off, for Title IX. Title IX now allows discrimination based on a student's sex. Women, for example, now cannot prevent men from entering their bathrooms, their showers, their sports events, and their personal space. Title IX gives any man, regardless of intent, the right to infringe on the rights of women. And how did they do it? Simply by adding the following phrase. Under Title IX of the Education Amendments of 1972, schools receiving federal money may not discriminate based on a student's transgender status. How many of you who were around in 1972, as I was, 
could have imagined that Title IX meant the following. Public schools can encourage your young daughters to have a sex change without your consent or your knowledge. That doctors have the right to mutilate their bodies and change their sex irreversibly. If you protest before the school board, you may be considered a white domestic terrorist and arrested by the FBI. But that is already happening in the United States of America. It is, of course, the definition of transgender status that creates the problem for women. First, notice the inherent threat. Schools receiving federal money may not discriminate. In other words, if you do not obey the ideology of those in power, then federal money will be withheld. We're supposed to overlook the fact that federal money is our money, extracted from us through taxes, not to be used by those in power to serve their every whim. Once our taxes are paid, however, we have nothing to say about how that money is spent, even if it is used to pervert the views of our own children and to satisfy political correctness. That is not a democracy. That is an autocracy. That kind of virtually unlimited power should frighten everyone. The government, for example, now funds not only education, but too many other programs to count. One person in power in the White House, without approval of Congress, can use our taxes, regardless of our beliefs, our values, or our representatives, to promote his own personal agenda and to advance his own ideology. That is why the left wants to hire over 80,000 IRS agents. Your tax dollars gives them more power over you. Let's continue with the government letter sent to public schools. The guidance makes clear that both federal agencies treat a student's gender identity as the student's sex for purposes of enforcing Title IX. Consider the word enforcing. To enforce means to clamp down, to crack down, to toughen or tighten, to execute, to control, to compel, to coerce, to pressure, to drive, to ram down one's throat, to impel, to demand, to impose upon, to require, to extort, to put the screws on, to squeeze, to threaten, to intimidate, to bully. You get the point? Remember Hillary Clinton's words? Laws have to be backed up with resources and political will. All the laws we pass don't count for much if they are not enforced. Now that the Justice Department and the FBI have become the enforcement arm of the left, who is safe? Those who disagree with the policies of the left are now called white domestic terrorists, extremists, white supremacists. That puts all those who harbor conservative views on the FBI's persons of interest list and gives them authority to spy on you, even knock down your door, burst into your home, and carry you off to prison. It is already being done. Ideals turn into policies. Policies turn into laws, and laws quickly turn into tyranny. The government letter was written in 2016 during the Obama administration. Forty-four years after it was originally written in 1972, it is now 2023, over 50 years after Title IX. Today, it has evolved to meet the entire agenda of the left. The new Title IX gives men unlimited power over women, and there is nothing schools can do about it. The guidance explains that when students or their parents, as appropriate, notify a school that a student is transgender, the school must treat the student consistent with the student's gender identity. A school may not require transgender student to have a medical diagnosis 
undergo any medical treatment or produce a birth certificate or other identification document before treating them consistent with their gender identity. It entirely erases the relevancy of women who identify as women. They no longer matter. Regardless of the few men who identify as women, it opens the door for any man, regardless of intent, to enact any perversion against women under the protection of the law. Innocent girls have no protection from the law or from the schools. Let's continue with the letter. The guidance also explains schools' obligation to respond promptly and effectively to sex-based harassment of all students, including harassment based on a student's actual or perceived gender identity, transgender status, or gender transition. That gives students power to get an innocent teacher fired or an enemy arrested merely by accusation. The climate today is to believe the victim. Do you remember the Kavanaugh Inquisition? The accusations by the left were all lies, yet the public outcry was to believe the victim. Where public opinion speaks, guilty until proven innocent means nothing in America today. The left-leaning press viciously attacks conservatives, but gives liberal a pass. Consider Kavanaugh. Consider the treatment of Trump versus the treatment of Biden. Consider the Hunter Biden laptop. Again, the rights of women who identify as women are erased. Authorities cannot even question a person's intent, or they become the criminals. It is astonishing that all protections for women are removed. Treat students consistent with their gender identity, even if their school records or identification documents indicate a different sex. There is a kind of insanity in a society that would remove all protection from girls regardless of age. It is a predator's paradise. The new Title IX gives men unlimited access to vulnerable women. Allow students to participate in sex-segregated activities and access sex-segregated facilities consistent with their gender identity. Women's privacy is violated, even destroyed, yet the privacy of potential predators is protected by law. Even during a criminal act, they are protected by Title IX. Protect students' privacy related to their transgender status under Title IX and the Family Educational Rights and Privacy Act. Can you see from the above how ideals turn to policies, policies turn to laws, and laws turn to tyranny? Now the government uses Title IX, the Family Educational Rights, and the Privacy Act to enforce their agenda. Remember, the government has unlimited resources to clamp down, to crack down, to toughen, to tighten, to execute, to control, to compel, to coerce, to pressure, to drive, to ram down one's throat, to impel, to demand, to impose upon, to require, to extort, to put the screws on, to squeeze, to threaten, to intimidate, to bully you and to bow into their agenda. All they have to do is to write policies in broad language and redefine the words to fit their evolving agenda. Let me refer you to Season 4 of Podcast 9, which quoted a memo from Janet Napolitano, the Secretary of the Department of Homeland Security. She named the following as right-wing terrorists, disgruntled military veterans, those who oppose abortion, those who oppose immigration, those who oppose the stimulus package, those who disagree with the economic path of recovery that this nation has taken. In other words, you are a terrorist if you oppose the agenda of the left. In 1882, the Norwegian playwright 
Henrik Ibsen wrote a play entitled Enemy of the People. Dr. Thomas Stockman writes an expose about the water of the spa baths being contaminated. The spa baths are the financial backbone of the community. Rather than address the problem, they attack the doctor, and he becomes the enemy of the people. It is a prophetic play if you compare it to the Democratic Party today. Conservatives have now become the enemy of the people. The policies of the left utterly ignore the privacy of the overwhelming majority of women who are uncomfortable with a man who calls himself a woman, sharing bathrooms, showers, dressing rooms, and other formerly exclusive activities. There's a kind of madness with government policies that could easily have been resolved with decency, consideration, and common sense. When government takes a heavy hand, they take away the ability of administrators to handle delicate matters fairly. What follows is anyone's guess because all barriers have been removed. Thank you for listening. Watch for our next podcast.